Hey, welcome to the Casual Enjoyer. Uh, if you don't know what this is, this is a brother show of the Hooms, uh, where I just kind of like, I just kind of watch movies or shows that I missed out growing up. Um, just a quick recap is basically when I was growing up, I just I just played video games all the time, and because video game stories were basically like movies, I didn't really see the point of doing like two different type of types of media or whatever. So, like now older and I got the time or whatever or the patience I guess I'm finally catching up on these shows and I'm just seeing what I'm missing it's not a review show this isn't a review show just just me giving my thoughts on something that I watched so um this episode I watched uh the men in black trilogy I, I almost said one two and three like you know like it need clarification or something but yeah uh, I watched the original uh, three i didn't watch international not yet anyway i don't think i will i don't really see the appeal of it but whatever uh that's here or there whatever uh, i watched the first three and i enjoyed it first first of all i knew I, I if you listen to all the shows that i do uh on a couple, couple of blurs i mentioned that i liked how how fast the movies were they kind of like got straight to the point and you know um also, it's going to be spoilers, alright, I'm going to talk about stuff, alright, so, <laughs> so I assume you clicked on it because you've seen the movie and you're just kind of curious what I think, whatever, uh, yeah, so the movies kind of like get straight to the point and, um, like the first one, like you you, you get int- introduced to the big bad, that's the that's the type, and then you get introduced to the main characters, what they're doing in life or whatever, something important, or whatever side thing they was doing that gets interrupted by this big bad thing, right? Um, and then it just kind of like just straight to straight to the point. It's like, all right, now we gotta go do this, and we gotta go collect uh, information. We got our mission, and before I know it, you you already at the last scene. You know which one, which scene is the last scene without like like having to think about it too much. Like at the end, it's either like an arena or it's a big tower you don't go to, or like the third movie, it's um, is it NASA? Not NASA, but it's like a military base. It's like a a rocket ship. It's like all right, this is the the big the big fight scene. You know, like you already know what's gonna happen. So I appreciate that because especially me being like not really having that much time, I was able to like uh, because I, I was watching this during. I'm still during in uh, peak of my job, so it's like I've been working every day for <laughs> for like six days straight for like the last like four weeks, right? So when I get home, I only got like two hours to spare, right? So I was, I was like, okay, let me watch these movies, and they like an hour, hour and a half, and like I said, just how how the uh, the movies are structured, it kind of just gets straight to the point. It's no really no side, no not too much fat. It's, it's, it's perfectly done in at least the structure of the movie. Uh, I can't really say too much about like the story itself. It's about it, just the structure and just to the point. That's what that's why I enjoyed. Um, I guess I'll talk about the first movie first. Um, I didn't know when I was younger that these a lot of stuff, actually, a lot of these like movies like these, I don't know, hero movies or like just like hero, like Blade, like um you get the point. Like a lot of these movies were based off of comics, and I didn't know because I I, I was just I was just so in into in my own world. I, I didn't know 
oh, I didn't know it was, oh, you ha- I thought, like, movies had to come from, like, original ideals. <laughs> That's what I always thought when I, when I was younger, anyway. So I, I didn't think, oh, this came from so-and-so, or this is a reference from to this or whatever. So I didn't I didn't know uh, the Men in Black up until like maybe the third movie came out, and I actually knew uh, saw the comics myself. That uh, that yeah, that it was a not only a comic but it was a Marvel comic. It's like Marvel been in the game for a minute. They've been doing shit, and just now, like in the last like what ten twelve years, been having this like very popular superhero movie uh, franchise. Now it's. it's it's here and there now with the movies, uh, but yeah, uh, the Men in Black's uh, based on a comic book made by Marvel uh, that was also based off of conspiracy theories, like UFO conspiracy theories uh, about like this group of people who in the in in the seek in the the shadows protecting us from uh, extraterrestrials, basically. So. We can't handle it, so they'll handle all of it. Any aliens, aliens do walk among us, and whenever it's an issue, uh, they handle the situation and they erase our memories. Uh, so that's that's really the plot. And the plot of the first movie is the bug. Uh, that's I don't think he has any other name. It's the bug. <laughs> uh, crash lands onto the planet, and let me double check. Yeah, okay, so this bug bug creature uh, crash lands on, on Earth and in search of this galaxy, right? That's That's been dormant on Earth, this galaxy, which is like on a on a, on a keychain. I don't really know what exactly it is, exactly what they do or whatever, but uh, I guess it's well really wanted because it uh, explains the, the guardian of a galaxy that is precious source of a subatomic energy. The bug, okay. That's that's what it is, I guess. And um, this out out this like alien race that's outside of the bug is, is looking for this galaxy. Uh, but this bug wanted it. I don't know what they're gonna do with it. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't. I don't really know the lore. I I was just watching it. <laughs> but the bug was looking for the galaxy and was going to escape Earth. And I guess it's really bad for these roach-like people to roach-like aliens to have it. So this this outside this third-party alien. To, um, I'm trying. I'm looking at the name. Hold on. Do Arquillians, Arquillians, if I'm saying it right, uh, they want the galaxy, and they this these roach people can't have it, and they don't want them to have it so badly that they're willing to destroy Earth before letting that roach escape right so they're giving the men in black an ultimatum to find that galaxy and give it to them or secure it i'm, I'm not i wasn't really paying attention <laughs> the the to have they get that grab hold of that galaxy and hand it to them before in like an hour in all these movies they these ultimatums are always like yeah you got like 20 minutes like to do this fucking thing that <laughs> <laughs> and, and most of the time they're in like New York, which is um just New York, just like L.A., famously traffic bound. Even in the nineties, in in the early two thousands, just the these aliens that give these the men in black like an ultimatum of like an hour, and sometimes this stuff would be like across state, across the uh, uh, the state or whatever, 
you ain't gonna make it just in travel time yeah they might have like secret tunnels or whatever they they do have special cars or whatever but still it'll, it'll take a minute to do half this stuff um the earth would have been destroyed it feels <laughs> messing with me but um but yeah just straight to the point i'm not i ain't, I ain't trying to synopse the whole damn movie the first the first movie i enjoyed and uh, i remember watching it as a kid and the big bad the bug right once he transforms one the, the actor when he's a human form really good actor really good actor he actually it does a really good job of like being kind of kind of scary and to the point and you can't really say too much about like the cgi but i in my opinion I, it aged pretty well it aged really well because once he transformed into the actual bug the roach with the, the eyes and stuff like that i'm gonna have a, a picture in the description if you if you don't remember but it's kind of i ain't gonna say like oh oh i was shitting shitting my pants or something like that but it was it was low-key kind of terrifying still it's like damn like the design of it and how it moved you like yeah this this is kind of scary this is what um if you were shrunk if you were shrunk this is this is exactly what how terrifying a, a roach would be you know um also just being an actor in that movie and having to touch all them goddamn i guess those pacific roaches are different you know <laughs> i guess they're not as i mean they're still roaches but it, it's something about like how comically big those like i don't know what type of roaches they were but they're not like oh you have an infestation of like it's not like german roaches you know that because you never see like oh it, these are in like movies and you see an infestation or like you see somebody controlling a bug or something like that it's always these like the the roaches that they used in in this movie these like i wouldn't say they clean but people touch them so much that i, I guess they're not as they're not the same as a like a german cockroach the ones that's crawling underneath your refrigerator or something because uh, those have diseases i guess these don't or they're engineered to not whatever they're farmed so these are like farm roaches whatever you get the point i guess these roaches not that bad okay but moving on um in, anyway all the movies kind of are they age really well that's 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 the one thing i want to kind of uh leave off with that i uh, they all age pretty well uh i will watch it again in a few years i'm i'm, I'm not really a fan of watching movies again but the, just the design of it they're pretty good um by the second movie i started noticing a trend that they is is one they since it was uh, written so early early 2000s they did the whole damsel in distress kind of thing but not as like straight you know it's, it's not like that oh this woman is helpless type shit um usually the woman would be like kind of helpful be like oh they have like really important information or they're important to the mission so that's why they're in distress it's not just pretty woman need help by big strong man it's like so uh it was written in that type of way and that's that's cool but <laughs> what i noticed by the second movie uh they it's second movie and the third movie they like the intro the movie with like a baddie like um not like literally and figuratively 
it'd be a, it'll be the big bad or somebody who's close to the big bad, and it'll be like this supermodel, <laughs> this supermodel dude, like um, like the second movie, like the uh, I don't know. What, 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 let me look her, look up, look her, look, Jesus Christ, let me look up her name. Okay, so the the big bad of the movie of movie two is Serlina, a ship a shape shifting coilathin. Look, I'm terrible with <laughs> fucking sci-fi names. That's where um, who comes to Earth to find a vital pow- a power source used by her race's enemies. It's always a power source. It's always why everybody put it on Earth if all fucking anyway, whatever. Um, Serlina is played by uh, Laura Boyd. I thought I thought they had just got a because they had a because the the alien crash landed right and it and it found a magazine like a was it Playboy whatever it was a it was a uh, uh, underwear model magazine and on the cover was uh, Laura and I thought it was just like I thought they just took like an actual a real a model like from a magazine. And just like hired her, I thought that's what it was. I'm like, damn, this this supermodel is actually a pretty good actor. I'm like, <laughs> I thought that's what it was, but no, it's just um, they just found a good actor who was act who just happened to be really nice looking. <laughs> who would have thought that was possible? Um, anyway, I saw that theme where they they'll introduce the movie with uh, 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 very sexy woman. That's what it was. And how they went about it was kind of different with the second movie and the third movie, which I'm kind of glad they didn't, because uh, on the third movie they did the same thing they did with the second one, where they introduced this like this supermodel basically in the beginning. And the third one, she was really nice looking. I, I can't find her. I already tried looking up her cast, or whatever, for no whatever for no reason at all. Um, and I'm kind of glad because of the outfit it was like it was kind of kind of it didn't really make sense her outfit for real especially if it was gonna last the whole movie so um the the spoiler alert the third movie the the i guess the online girlfriend of the actual big bad uh let me look up his name boris the animal a ruthless alien with a vendetta against k Hates being called the animal and insists it's just just Boris. Uh, played by Jermaine Climate uh, Climate or something like that. A New Zealand actor, comedian, musician. Piece of shit. Um, sorry. Goddamn nets are coming back. Um, which <laughs> which is funny because on the first movie, every time you, you killed the bug. The, the bug would get super offended like <laughs> like these people aren't these you aren't related to these motherfuckers also side note since i'm I'm on the wikipedia looking up the cast and stuff like that um how old timely lee uh jones looked in the third movie i i had to look up to make sure he wasn't dead because he boy he looked old he's from the 40s oh my god he's 80 well he's almost 80 1946 jesus christ dude let's hope he makes it let's hope he makes it up to there that'd be because yeah damn he looked he looked like 
I don't think because usually they put like probably makeup or some type of stuff to like stretch them, let stretch out the older people. But I guess the point of the third movie was time travel, and they really wanted to imp, 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 emphasize how old he was. So they like really kept his wrinkles, or or they added some because uh, on the Wikipedia, the the picture they took of him on 2017. Uh, he looks younger, not too much younger, but it's like he looks younger than he did in Minute Black Three, which was uh, 2012. Which was who long, who knows how long the filming is? Probably a year or two, two. So whatever. Um, oh, I found her, Boris's girlfriend, uh, Nicole Syringer, uh, best known for lead singer of the Pussycat Pussycat Dolls. Okay. So she's not even an actor. She just, is <laughs> but yeah, but no, straight to, back to her, right? She was like, what she, what they had on, and how pretty she was. I'm kind of, kind of glad that she wasn't a part of the movie too much. Like she kind of, she got killed off for the first five minutes. Uh, she was just there to help Boris escape from uh, the Moon Prison because that's how dangerous he is. They, they created a whole prison based around him. Um, she gets killed off. I'm kind of glad because she would have been distracting, honestly. Because um, because because they had like a uh, Rosario Dawson on the second one, and she was like really pretty, but not like. But it wasn't like distracting. It's like it wasn't like her outfits. That that's what it was. It's not because it, whatever you what you can find whoever attractive. It's just based off what they had on, and if they would have had Nicole's character in three in her outfit the whole time it would have been it would have didn't it would have been more negative towards the towards the story of the movie it would have been really distracting you know um even even number two with uh serlina like on the first scene you see her in on in her in like a lingerie because that's what the alien saw in the picture so they mimic that but then the rest of the movie is she has this whole like uh woman's business suit on so it's like now okay now it's not distracting anymore now you can pay attention to the person's acting you know what i mean they still pretty or whatever but you got you can at least uh um pay attention to what the fuck they saying you know it's not it's not all tits and ass the whole time so and, and unfortunate and for a second there i thought that was gonna happen with three like i said and i was like this is i like for for a second i was like oh this is really not aging too well because of like this really sexualized shit from like way back in the day right and like like i'm not complaining as a guy to see that but at the same time i kind of wanted to watch the movie you know <laughs> you know what i mean um you, you get if you don't you don't you don't get what i'm saying you get what i'm saying whatever um <laughs> she got killed off first five minutes and now we can pay attention to this weird fucking biker biker murderer right who has a thing against k and the whole movie a lot of movies you notice i noticed the whole trend about like once a movie really popular uh franchise gets to the third movie it's either they're in space or it's time travel uh and this one was the time travel one and space i guess because it was in the beginning um the whole point of that movie boris goes back because he has a thing against K because K had him arrested because 
because Boris killed another alien way back in the day, back when, uh, about, I think it was 40 years ago. And K arrested him. K arrested him and put him in space jail for 40 years. So now he's, he's, he got beef with him. Um, so he goes back in time because apparently it's time travel devices at the, the pawn shop. <laughs> at the pawn shop, right? And, he go talk to the uh, the kid. I guess he's the son of the guy who made the time travel devices. There's only two of them. Um, and you have to jump off of one of the tallest buildings to activate it, which um, seems a little unnecessary. Like, like okay, you, I, like I get it. I get it because they they did the same thing with uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Why am I blanking so hard? Um, damn. The other time travel movie, the the popular one, it's in the name too. You know what? Let's play around for a second. Let's just think far far back. Okay, let's just look it up. Back to the Future. Jesus Christ, what was the point of me bringing it up? I, that's how long it took me to figure out that basic ass name. Oh, oh, the the speed thing. Okay. Okay, so to activate the time travel in Minute Black 3, you had to jump off the uh, tallest building because that's how long it takes to create enough speed to activate this device or whatever. Um, and the visual is pretty cool because um, how, how it, when it activates, it basically restarts time. It restarts time and it starts from the beginning, like from the Big Bang all the way up until... Uh, civilization to dinosaurs and you'll see it get demolished and then you see the uh, old school buildings slowly grow into what modern or I guess the time that you chose until that times New York City and then you go back to where you were standing it's it's trippy I like the design of it or whatever uh, and I was, I was saying I didn't really get the, under, under the, the speed thing until I remembered they did the same thing with Back in the Future but you just drive a car. You just drive a car at a certain speed. Uh, I never watched that movie. I should probably watch that too. You never watched Black and the Future? Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I told you I don't watch any movies, um, which is good because now I have 50 years worth of, well, I guess 30, 30 years for me, but hundreds of years of movies to watch. Just the problem is, is I don't know which one to pick. Um, but let me let me wrap this up. Um, I've been yapping for too long for a casual enjoyer episode. Um, I need to watch Interstellar again. I keep seeing memes and TikToks or whatever of that, and I want to I want to rewatch that. So that might be the next one or not. Um, the three, obviously, like unfortunately, like a lot of movies. By the time you get to the third one, I don't know if it's fatigue or. It was the writing, but I didn't really enjoy it as much as, um, was it two that I enjoyed the most? I think I enjoyed the second one more. Yeah. You know what? No, I take that back because I don't really remember the ending of the second one. Um, you know what I didn't like? This is a thing that, uh, that I've noticed sometimes when I don't really I don't really like it I liked how you get straight to the point but at the same time when it comes to like a big bad 
like especially when they make it like oh like boars to animal or something like that some i'm not my point is um when they have all this like scary lore about like this enemy is like oh they did this and they did that like like harry potter did i do a casual enjoy on harry potter whatever it's like that. It's like they make they make this lore and shit about these people is like how dangerous they are, blah blah blah. And in like the second movie, um Well, I guess she didn't die, she came back again. But like at first you think you she do uh Selena does all this stuff and then she just get evaporated like three quarters of the movie in. Just like bam. Like if it wasn't for that one singular cell she put she wouldn't have come back but at the same time it still just seemed like super easy to kill this person <laughs> that's that's the one thing i didn't really like uh same with the bug on the first movie even but when he transforms he only only he's only on screen for about like five minutes before he's just like obliterated he's just gone yeah he's still scary he's still like menacing or whatever still strong but it seemed too easy to kill because he got killed by the uh, I forget her name the love interest of of Minute Black One the, the the morgue lady she gets killed by her by like she picks up the gun and blows her away uh, which by the way every woman they fall in love with what happened to her at the end of the movie did they did they neutralize her I don't remember. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, second movie. Let's say this too. Uh, my, okay, let's finish my point. Uh, I, I don't. I, it's kind of find it a little annoying if when it's really easy to kill the big bad. Like yeah, I, I get it has to end somehow, but it, I feel like you need to you need to work on it a little bit harder. I don't know. Um, the Boris the animal kill that was that was pretty decent. It's like you have to learn from your mistakes and you any and how uh Jay you have to think about it. Agent Jay uses time travel again to like learn Boris's attacks to go back in time like ten seconds to defeat him. No, now I'm thinking about that. How that death went about, that was bad too. Because okay, if you look if you remember the uh, movie three, right? They're on top they they're on top of this rocket and Jay is fighting uh old Boris, the one with one arm, and Jay is running towards him and he's getting shot by the needles in his hand in uh Boris's hand. He's getting shot by him. Uh, Jay tackles him off the ro- uh, the rocket and they're falling. And as they're falling, they're picking up enough speed. He he pulls out his time travel uh device and goes back in time like 10 to 15 seconds goes back now same spot right before he starts running so now he learn he knows boris's moves and dodges all of them and then he just stops in front of him like boris grabs him like stop grabs him he's like how <laughs> instead of just i don't know continuing your attack like why are you so shocked that somebody dodged your 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 projectiles just like he stopped and let Jay get a full fucking push in. It was it was dumb, whatever. Because Jay could have just drop kicked him, but no. For some reason, 
they had to allow Boris to make a fool. Like he had the ability to stop Jay full on to get this sentence out about like how it's like it was so dumb how that death happened. It was so stupid. Now I think about it, it was dumb as fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, then of course, then okay, whatever. Then at the end, you find out. Uh, spoiler. Uh, that Will Smith. Well, not Will Smith, but like Jay, uh, has been in Kay's life this whole time because they kind of foreshadowed it from the beginning. It was like, hey, it, the time travel thing. Because when, when, damn, when Kay got obliterated, he got obliterated because Boris went back in time and killed the younger, his, killed his younger self, killed younger Kay to make him not not exist. And why it didn't affect Jay? Because Jay was there. And that's what the the pawn shop time traveler seller said. He was like, "Hey, yeah, you you could you it didn't affect you. Oh, that means that you were there." So you find out at the movie at the end of the movie, um, this black. Oh my god, let me kill this fucking net. Um, you find that this military. It was the back back in nineteen sixty nine, which. That's the only thing that threw me off. I didn't I didn't realize there was like military leaders who were like sergeants that were black. But it was the military guy who ran it who allowed them to go in because of he was basically told the truth or whatever about like the men in black and he believed them. He was showing visions of the truth and this black military guy ends up being Will Smith's dad, and if you don't find out, you find out through context clues, um, because the military guy gets killed by Boris, right, and Will Smith as a little boy, a little, little five-year-old boy or whatever, or, I don't know, whatever, he's like, where's my dad, and young, young agent, these, these letters fucking with me, young agent K, basically lies to him and and neutralizes him that's not like it killed him but like no he does the little light thing and erases his memory changes his memory whatever and tells him that his dad was a hero and he doesn't tell him that he got killed right uh but as this is happening adult jay is watching it and putting it all together because of the watch that his dad gave him whatever and then now you remember the first movie when uh Jay asks K, hey, have you ever neutralized me before? And you put all that stuff together. It's sad. And you see why uh um K lied to Jay. It's cool. It's I, I like stuff like that. Third movie syndrome, the movies might not be written well, but I do enjoy when they do tie knots or tie tie and tie knots that you wasn't really expecting or really asked for that's what i like so you so it makes you go makes you want to go look at the first movie again you know but anyway to wrap this up let me see to yeah i enjoyed them i enjoyed all three movies i'm not gonna watch international <laughs> i don't think they're tied in the slightest i don't think so i don't think i ha- it ain't no point I enjoyed the movies. Uh, I think they stopped at a good spot. If they do make a Men in Black 4 official with Will Smith, 
uh, I don't know what it'll be about or how it'll be written nowadays. Um, it'd be a lot of like gender stuff. It's like, oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I think they stopped at a good part at a good spot. And I'm going to say this before I go, especially now that you see like current Will Smith in his situation, whatever you see him hooking up with uh, Rosero Dawson in the second movie. And he's like making all these like very important decisions. Like, like he was supposed to neutralize her in the beginning of the movie, but she was like, he was like, damn, she fine as hell. I'm going to take a chance. I don't want her to forget me. Like (laughs) she's too fucking fine. Right. Uh, Will Smith, just like me, I would fucking did the same thing because <laughs> young Rosero Dawson, goddamn. Um, but my my point is, uh, looking at current Will Smith and his situation with Jada, I think he should have just made that decision. Like, because a lot of actors, a lot of like actors that's coupled up in movies, especially back then and now too, uh, they end up dating. I, he should have made that decision. He should. have <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she is personally, but like I think he should have made that decision. I think he would have been he would have been better off. Um but yeah, whatever. I enjoyed the movies. Um if you haven't watched it and not and you don't mind the spoilers that I just gave y'all, go and watch it yourself. Um but that's it. I uh, hope you enjoy any other episode, please subscribe, please share it with your friends. Uh, rate five stars on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, whatever you're listening to. I appreciate y'all. I did other episodes of the Casual Enjoyer. I know um, I still haven't released it as of as I'm recording this one, but I watched Old Dads, the Bill Burr movie on Netflix, and I know I, I talked about that. Uh, if you haven't, if for some reason somehow you skipped that one and you end up watching this episode, go back and watch that one if you like this. Uh, if you got some movies that I, that you should, you think I should watch, please text it to me, uh, 725-999-2704. Um, but yeah, that's it. Appreciate y'all for listening. Peace out.